KSHP AM 1400 and 107.1 FM every Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. until 12 p.m. PST out of Las Vegas, Nevada and live on WRMN AM 1410 and 96.7 FM every Monday through Friday from 1 p.m. until 2 p.m. CST out of the Elgin and the Chicago land area. Welcome in, y'all. It's hump day. <laughs> yes, welcome in. Y'all, today, I got it right. I got it right. <laughs> I told y'all I was going to work on it. Welcome in, Kara. I see you all the way from Phoenix. Hey, today is also Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Actually, for today's show rundown, we're going to go over the daily news, and then we're going to talk about Valentine's Day. So I want you guys to stick around, because if this is the day that's great for you or a day that's horrible for you, we're going to talk about it. So don't go anywhere, because you are listening to your favorite live radio personality, me, Jamie D, on your favorite live radio show, The Jamie D Show. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. For today's daily news, we're starting off with this. As posted by Hollywood Unlocked, Folks around the country are currently mourning the loss of a local Michigan legend, William Bill Post, the creative mind behind the beloved breakfast treat, the Pop-Tart. According to his obituary, William Bill Post died Saturday surrounded by his friends and family. He leaves behind a legacy that has brought joy to millions of people around the world. He was 96 years old. Post's journey into the world of baked goods began at a young age. At just 16 years old, he started his career at Hickman Biscuit Company, which would later become the famous Keebler Company. His initial role involved washing trucks, but his dedication and talent quickly caught the attention of his superiors. According to TMZ, Kanye West says he hasn't been canceled yet for a couple different reasons. And he also explains why he's not backing down from some of his anti-Semitic statements. TMZ got yay this past Monday at LAX after he returned from the Super Bowl festivities in Vegas, and the guy talked to them about a bunch of different topics. As he finally released his new album, Vultures, that also hit number one on iTunes, he marked that success by digging into why he survived his cancellation. Kanye tells their photog he weathered the storm last year and came out on the other side, perhaps even more successful than ever, at least in his eyes. That's debatable, of course, TMZ says, because he lost out on a lot of different business deals, not to mention hundreds of millions of dollars. And yet Kanye thinks he's landed on his feet pretty well, and he explains why. Kanye says he got a few different things in his utility belt that have helped him remain popular, even in a mainstream capacity. And he says a lot of it has to do with the fact he's incredibly talented with unique, interesting ideas. Now, I want to know what you guys feel about that, because I know Kanye West has been getting in the news, in the blogs, for good and bad reasons. And there are people who love him, and there are people that hate him. So I wonder what you guys think about this, all right? Of course, his devoted fans also love that he's outspoken, something KW is well aware of, too. All that is why he says he's been able to survive a modern-day teardown. He cites his feud with Adidas in making this point, and also lays out why he was in Europe for so long last year. It was actually more business than pleasure, after all. Anyway, Kanye says business is booming for him yet again, despite the industry's best efforts. That's how he sees it anyway. You could tell from his interview, he was in full us versus them mode when talking to TMZ. He attacks the music industry and record labels, saying the streaming structure isn't fair to artists and vows to speak up on these issues on behalf of all artists. Interestingly, he even puts himself in the same boat as arch enemy, Taylor Swift. Yes, he speaks her name in the interview, and he and not even in a disparaging way. 
On the subject of anti-Semitism, anti-Semitism, he offers a non-apology apology for some of his hate speech, but believes other comments were spot on. He also cites an oft-used defense of his as to why he can't be anti-Semitic. I want you guys to take a look at this video that I took apart from the TMZ interview. If you want to watch the entire interview yourself, go to TMZ. They have it in their link and you can watch the whole interview. But I wanted to take the part where they kept speaking about him not apologizing for being anti-Semitic. So I want you guys to look, 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 look at that. But before we get into that, he says he really only apologizes to the kids who are Jewish, who love him, who had to watch a grown-up conversation. So take a look and tell me what you think for yourself. You take back any of the anti-Semitic stuff you might have said? Black people can't be anti-Semitic. We are Jew. Well, you I understand what I'm saying? We are Jew. So, so, so cool, so cool out. Until you do your facts, until you really do the facts with the fake indoctrination that y'all pull into the schools and all that, well, you know what I'm saying? We're not following y'all rules. I mean, just like calling Death Con on Jews and that sort of, like, do you take back any of that sort of more extreme stuff? You, you know said? what? For all the kids that love me, all the Jewish kids that love me, I'm sorry if y'all had to hear a grown up conversation with us screaming at each other. But we got to a point where something needed to happen. Something needed to be said. Somebody needed to say something. Now, if you're in an argument with somebody, you're not going to say everything the right way. But it got to a point where y'all ain't going to just keep running, start calling me bizarre and impressed for all these years. I got to a point, how many more times y'all going to call me crazy? How many more times y'all going to give me fake medication that makes me fat off of a, a misdiagnosis when I really have slight signs of autism from the car accident? But then y'all gave me, you say, whatever, just give them that bipolar medication. Y'all try to kill the superheroes. But we here, we alive. <laughs> I'm looking at this video like, um, <laughs> I really want y'all to just leave Kanye West alone. You see how my voice just squeaked? I want you all to leave this man alone. Not saying leave him alone because I'm defending him. Leave him alone because he's going to keep saying dumb stuff. He's going to keep saying off the wall things that are going to get you what? Viral videos, because what's going to happen? He's going to think in his head, here's a platform I can use to get you all talking about me so that I can stay relevant in the media. It was said literally in the TMZ article. So why are you guys still bothering this man? If this, <laughs> I'm going to say this. Being anti-Semitic is never okay. Being racist is never okay. Being someone who is prejudiced, discriminatory, racist, or bigot, any of those different definitions is not okay. We should not be hating each other based off religion, sex, ethnicity, gender, and more. All that stuff is dumb. Let somebody define themselves by their character before you hate them based off of a dumb label that is placed on somebody because society says you have to look at somebody in this manner. And so I'm not going to protect Kanye West because he said those anti-Semitic things. He needs to sit down have a real conversation, not these super quick interviews where you're saying blurps of this and blurps of that, trying to get a quick point across because it's going to all be taken. Like I just took this little clip and put it out there for you guys to listen to and watch and all be digested either the wrong way or the right way. And if unless you sit down and have an actual conversation where you speak your truth in full detail, everyone's going to keep placing these thoughts on you. I'm not defending Kanye West because I love all people. What I'm saying is, can y'all please stop making people famous? Can y'all please stop saying that y'all hate somebody who's anti-Semitic but then still support the man? Because if y'all really believe that he was so anti-Semitic, why is he still so popular? Why is he still in Chicago doing all these concerts? Why are there still Jewish people going to his stuff? Either you guys hate the man or you don't. Figure it out.
<laughs> because I want you all to be happy. And we can't be happy if we're sitting over here letting stupid people and celebrities who you guys, oh, I just choked myself, who you guys make famous dictate how you guys feel, how society's supposed to be ran, and what's trending and what's not trending. Please. Oh, I, certain people who are just celebrities literally blow my mind. I just, oh, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Like I tell y'all, I don't care if you're black, white, Hispanic, gay, straight, purple, blue, brown, trans. If you're doing dumb stuff, we got to talk about it. We got to hold each other accountable because if either one of you or I do something like that, we'd be held accountable. We'd lose our job and we'd really be canceled. Seriously. All right, y'all, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to have some more daily news. So don't go anywhere. This is The Jimmy D Show, live on KSHP out of Las Vegas and live on WRMN out of Elgin in the Chicagoland area. I'll be right back. Introducing the Italian-American radio show and podcast. We welcome you to join us covering all aspects of Italian heritage, alluring fashion, delectable cuisine, and first-class entertainment live from the fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Every Sunday, 12 to 2 p.m. on KSHP 1400 AM and 107.1 FM radio as we revisit and pay homage to Italy's past, present, and future. Check out our newest store in town, A1 Dollar Store. We have the largest selection from kitchenware, utensils, accessories, bedding, cleaning supplies, hardware, decorations, and over hundreds of brands for you to shop for. Our address is 3455 South Durango Drive, Unit 101, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89117, across the Desert Breeze Park. Give us a call at 702-268-8105 and stop by today to get more value for your buck. It's time to wake up and win the weekend. You're listening to the boss of the big ball. J.P. the Kicker. Giving you that grease. Join me every Saturday and Sunday from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Pacific time for the live action on Vegas Scoreboard Express on KSHP 107.1 FM and AM 1400. Dive into the game day with my in-depth analysis, expert predictions, and winning plays from the sharpest minds in sports betting. It's more than just placing bets. It's about securing wins. Head over to jbtheticket.com and be sure to tune in to KSHP this weekend from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Pacific time to ride the winning wave with VSX. Tune in and get your money back from the sports book. All money, all sports, no pull. Miss the live show? Subscribe to Vegas Wolf World Express on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, and wherever you enjoy your favorite podcast and radio listening. Ladies, welcome to Las Vegas. Welcome to Australia's Thunder from Downtown, the world's number one girls. The Jamie D Show, woo! Live on KSHP AM 1400 and 107.1 FM every Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. until 12 p.m. PST out of Las Vegas, Nevada, and live on WRMN AM 1410 and 96.7 FM every Monday through Friday from 1 p.m. until 2 p.m. CST out of Elgin in the Chicagoland area. We're also live on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook at The Jamie D Show. That's spelled T-H-E-J-A-I-M-E-D-E-E-S-H-O-W. Yes. If you are listening in in your cars right now, thank you so much for not turning that radio dial. And if you're listening in on the YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, or Facebook, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for actually waking up and clicking the link and being here with me, Jamie D. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So if you're just now tuning in, I was going over some daily news and we're going to continue going over more daily news. As written by Fox 5 Vegas, records from the Nevada Division of Wildlife Law Enforcement details the moments that a two-year-old girl was bit by a coyote at Lake Las Vegas the beginning of this year. On Tuesday, January 9th, the grandfather of the child called Endow Dispatch, reporting that she was bitten by a coyote around 10 a.m. He told wardens that the coyote bit the right lower leg of his granddaughter. And the record, he told officials the coyote tried to drag her away but was unsuccessful. He said her mother separated the coyote and medical was requested to treat the wounds. The two-year-old girl was transported to St. Rose Dominican Hospital for further treatment. According to the record, the girl was treated with a gamma goblin shot, a topical antibiotic, and was given one of the four shots of a rabies vaccine. The day of the incident, game warden Zachary Blackwood told the family that Lake Las Vegas was becoming a concern as people were illegally feeding coyotes in the area. Fox 5 says Joe Vigil previously reported coyotes biting people in the area as the city of Henderson announced warnings. After the incident, game wardens canvassed Lake Las Vegas where they encountered multiple coyotes. The record shows that coyotes were struck by game wardens' rifles as they came into close contact. Game wardens interviewed the mother of the child two days after the incident. Mother said she was walking with her two daughters near the Seasons grocery store and approached a set of bushes with a tall tree in the middle. At this moment, she said a coyote they had seen earlier in their walk darted out from behind the bushes and bit the right lower leg of her daughter and began to shake her. She said she separated her daughter from the coyote and chased it into a group of condos. This was when medical, Henderson police, and fire departments were called to render aid. As of January 23rd, game wardens said the area of Lake Las Vegas has been rid of most of the coyotes. Officials said in the record that with more patrols, two coyotes still actively roaming the area looking for food should be removed in the next few weeks. Lake Las Vegas property management has been in coordination with Endow Conservation Education on developing signs prohibiting the feeds of area wildlife, especially coyotes. Games wardens wrote in the record, all coyotes that were tested for rabies have been analyzed and came back with negative test results. To report coyote feeding, the Nevada Department of Wildlife provided this number, 702-688-1331. Again, that's 702-688-1331. I want to remind you all to please stop feeding wildlife. They even say stop feeding birds and stop feeding pigeons and stop feeding seagulls. Those are things that are still wildlife and coyotes are still wildlife. And if you believe that feeding the coyotes will stop them from attacking people, you're wrong. That will continue to lure coyotes into that public area where kids are. And when that food that you used to feed them coyotes with are no longer present or is no longer present, they will then go for the nearest source, which are people. So please stop feeding these wildlife and make sure that you're keeping your community safe. And when you are seeing these coyotes, again, report it. The number is 702-688-1331. You guys need to stay safe. I'm sure this is going to be a very traumatizing experience for this two-year-old that's going to take forever for her to get over it, even if she ever does get over it. And like Kara said, it's a very scary and sad situation. So I'm praying for this little girl. Per Hollywood Unlocked, in a recent incident at, Sephora, at a Sephora store located in Boston's Prudential Center, a situation involving a group of teenage girls has sparked wild sp widespread controversy and condemnation. Captured in a now viral video shared on TikTok, these teens were observed engaging in behavior that has been widely criticized as racially insensitive. 
According to the New York Post, the video showcased at least two of the girls applying cosmetics significantly darker than their skin tones and act perceived by many as an attempt at blackface. The incident was brought to light by Tim Ojora, a track and field athlete from the University of Southern California, who was president, present during their occurrence. Ojora expressed her dismay and disturbance over the actions of the teenagers and their accompanying adults, noting their inappropriate laughter and behavior while applying the makeup. A Sephora employee confronted the group's adult chaperone about the appropriate inappropriateness of their actions, highlighting the potential repercussions, such as their impact on future employment opportunities and college admissions, not to mention the deep offense it causes. Despite the employee's intervention, it was reported that the chaperone seemed to dismiss the concerns raised, further exaggerating the situation. Following the conversation, Ojora claimed the team's mother approached her and one of the other teenagers who demanded she deleted the footage. Take a look, look at what was captured. No, I walked over here and you're about to like, take a picture of This lady has no shame. Go ahead. Like, literally. This is so wild. This is so shameful. This is so shameful. Like... And this is why I tell you all that months like Black History Month are very important. <laughs> a lot of y'all may be saying, well, why don't we get a, a month and you guys don't get don't need a month and all this other stuff. This is why we need a month. <laughs> this is why we need more months, because racism still exists. People are still teaching their kids dumb stuff. People are still stupid and do things that we tell people to stop doing. And it just doesn't get better. And oftentimes we are sitting here trying to be as graceful as we can to people because people have dumb moments. People are being kids. And we believe that, we try to believe that not everybody is racist because not everybody is racist. And not every act of racism should be considered racism. Maybe just a dumb moment. But at some point, y'all got to know better. Those teenagers are grown enough to understand that blackface is not okay. Let's be very specific with the fact that social media has made our community so much more close than they've ever been before. And TikTok in general has, even though been a negative platform, has also been a very positive platform that has put a lot of social issues in the forefront of many people's lives. When you get on sources like TikTok, Instagram, and more, you are not only consuming so much random content, but there's a lot of different content that is actually positive and educational that teaches people not to do certain things. And what I've seen on TikTok oftentimes is that blackface should not be done. And there are other allies who are in other communities that are not from the black community that share that message and tell their fellow people, hey, don't do stuff like this. So when you see teenagers like this, it's like, come on, y'all. Y'all should know better. Y'all should know better. And when we're doing our best to be like, hey, let's give these people grace, we have to also remember that these people are still knowledgeable. These aren't six, seven, eight, nine-year-olds who are just playing with makeup and then going around acting stupid. This is 14 and up. I believe once you're a freshman in high school, yeah, you're going to do dumb stuff, but you're pretty cognizant enough to understand that blackface is not okay. Racism is not okay. And more. I remember I was playing on the playground. I believe this was either seventh grade or eighth grade. And 
Um, I was, oh yeah, it was seventh grade. It was seventh grade summer going into eighth grade. And I remember I was by the post office behind it because there's a playground behind the post office in the community that I grew up in. And there was this Caucasian girl that I thought was so pretty. And I was like, hey, you're really pretty. Um, you know, can we be friends? And I had a little crush on her when I first met her. You know, when you're a little kid, you know, you try to be friends, you try to get in there. And she told me outright, she was like, you're really handsome, but I can't be your friend. And I was like, whoa, why? Mind you, we're like, again, seventh grade summer going into eighth grade. Mind you, we're having intellectual conversations at this age. And she told me she can't be my friend because her parents taught her to be racist and not like black people. I kid you not. I kid you not. This happened to me seventh grade summer going into eighth grade. And she told me for her to be my friend, it would take her having to persuade her parents to have black friends. And that was, I, I started undergrad, no, not undergrad, excuse me. I started eighth grade in 2008. So this had to be 2006, 2007 going into 2008. So my thing is, that was how many years ago? And we still are seeing this happening today. It's 2024. It's sad. And that hurt my little heart. And I remember as time went on in high school, she actually came back to me and was like, hey, you know, because at that point, at, once we got into eighth grade, we became cool. High school became cool. And she told me, she was like, you know, I really want to come back to you and let you know that I did have conversations with my parents and we had conversations about why racism is wrong. And it took me a while to tell them like, hey, I see where you guys are coming from, but it's still not okay. And I have to think for myself and tell myself, this is not okay because I know it's not okay. And I met a boy on a playground who is just like everybody else, but just looks differently. And she said from that side of her conversations, literally seventh grade summer and on, she was able to teach her parents that racism is not okay. And that's coming from a seventh grader teaching grown adults who taught her to be racist, but she understood at a very young age, even though my parents taught me something that I should be believing because they are my parents. My parents would do anything wrong, right? That it actually is wrong. So when I see things like this and cases that are like this, it's like, how do y'all not understand that this crap is wrong? How? I, I just don't get it. Hey, shout out to Gina. She said, sorry for that experience. Yeah, it, it was very hard to deal with, especially when I was actually the only black kid on that playground. And it's like one of those situations where it's like, ooh, that hurts. But also, you're nice. Thank you. Because <laughs> you could tell she was doing her best to communicate and not be mean at the same time. So, again, there are, there are times where you want to believe people are not racist. You want to give people grace. And there are times when you can. But there's other times when you see things like this in the video I just showed you where it's like, no, y'all need to be handled accordingly. And learn from your lessons. If we don't keep people accountable for what they do, they're going to just keep doing it over and over again. And that's why we need months like this. And that's why we need to continue to keep history alive and not erase history because stupid stuff like this will continue to happen. All right, y'all, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to get into the social topic of Valentine's Day. Yes, that is a real social topic. So don't go anywhere. This is the Jamie D Show live on KSHP out of Las Vegas and live on WRMN out of the Elgin and the Chicagoland area. I'll be right back. From a sensitive stomach? Hi, it's Kelly the Cookie Lady from Mooch's Munchies. Our dogs had super sensitive tummies, and I needed to find a low-fat treat that wouldn't give them gas or other issues. Most of the treats on the market were loaded with fillers, chemicals, and chicken fat. Many of them weren't even food. Well, I knew I could do better, so I developed Mooch's Munchies, and I'm happy to be able to share them with you. 
Stop by our store or our website, moochesmunchies.com, and find out why we say that Mooch's Munchies are totally possum. Buongiorno. Introducing the Italian-American radio show and podcast. We welcome you to join us covering all aspects of Italian heritage, alluring fashion, delectable cuisine, and first-class entertainment live from the fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Every Sunday, 12 to 2 p.m. on KSHP 1400 AM and 107.1 FM radio as we revisit and pay homage to Italy's past, present, and future. Immersive Disney Animation is the groundbreaking experience of a lifetime, featuring the animated sights and sounds of Disney's most iconic films, from The Lion King to Frozen to Encanto and more. Step into the magic of Disney's greatest characters. Immersive Disney Animation is now open at Lighthouse Art Space Las Vegas at the Shops at Crystals. Tickets at DisneyImmersive.com. Brought to you by the producers of Immersive Van Gogh. Dust off your platform shoes and polyester leisure suits as it's time to hit the dance floor at the Australian Fiji Show. Paying tribute to one of the most beloved bands of our time. You'll enjoy all the hits like Staying Alive, Shive Talking, How Deep Is Your Love, and many others. Banachek, the greatest mentalist alive. He's the number one mind-reading act in the world. Joe Rogan calls Banachek the best I've ever seen. Banachek's Mind Games Live, taking mind reading to new heights at the Strat Hotel, Casino, and Skypod, Las Vegas. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Jamie D Show. Woo! Live on KSHP AM 1400 and 107.1 FM every Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. until 12 p.m. PST out of Las Vegas, Nevada. And live on WRMN AM 1410 and 96.7 FM every Monday through Friday from 1 p.m. until 2 p.m. CST out of Elgin in the Chicagoland area. If you want to promote your business, products, services, music, podcasts, and more, hit us up at info at jamied.com. That's I-N-F-O at J-A-I-M-E-D-E-E.com. Look here. Radio is live and well. Radio definitely still has reach. And you have amazing personalities like me, Jamie D, who has even more reach. So hit us up so we can help your business grow and so we can get you the benefits you need. All right? I got you. So let's get into this social topic. If you're just now tuning in, I already went over some daily news, and now we're going to talk about Valentine's Day. Hey, now 14 chick, what's up? What's up? If you are just now tuning in, we're going to have a conversation about Valentine's Day because I feel like it's very, very important. So let me start off by saying this. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. I hope everyone's enjoying their day. I know today could be an extremely happy and joyous day for some, while for others, it could be a very stressful and disheartening one. Before I get into my stories and thoughts on Valentine's Day, I want to educate everyone, including myself, on how Valentine's Day originated. According to Wikipedia, quote, Valentine's Day, also called St. Valentine's Day, or the Feast of St. Valentine, is celebrated annually on February 14th. It originated as a Christian feast day honoring a martyr named Valentine, and through later folk traditions, it has also become a significant cultural, religious, and commercial celebration of romance and love in many regions of the world. There are a number of martyrdom stories associated with various St. Valentines connected to February 14th, including an account of the imprisonment of St. Valentine of Rome 
for ministering to Christians persecuted under the Roman Empire in the third century. According to an earlier tradition, St. Valentine restored sight to the blind daughter of his jailer. Numerous later additions to the legend have better related it to the theme of love. Tradition maintains that St. Valentine performed weddings for Christian soldiers who were forbidden to marry by the Roman emperor. An 18th century embellishment to the legend claims he wrote the jailer's daughter a letter signed your Valentine as a farewell before his execution. The 8th century Galatian Sacramentary recorded the celebration of the feast of St. Valentine on February 14th. The day became associated with romantic love in the 14th and 15th centuries. When notions of quarterly love flourished, apparently by association with the lovebirds of early spring. In the 18th century England, it grew into an occasion for couples to express their love for each other by presenting flowers, offering confectionery, and sending gifting greeting cards known as valentines, end quote. I think it's awesome learning that not all holidays are commercial, commercial propaganda aimed towards getting us to buy things. I mean, nowadays, nowadays, Valentine's Day technically is, but it's cool to know that this holiday dates back to biblical times. I don't know about y'all, but I never actually had a significant other Valentine's Day. I had a few Valentines in my years, but all of them were either someone I was cool with, who we had like one of those, when we're near each other, it's on type of bonds, or someone who I was just recently started dating during that time. And so we were each other's Valentine's just because, and we didn't even date after that. While I'm grateful to say I had a Valentine's before, I feel like they don't really count. They just felt like placeholder Valentine's. And real Valentine's to me is someone who really wants you, puts time into you, pursues you, and is working to be your partner or is your partner. Not someone who was doing it just because. Why not? Or y'all happen to start dating during that time. So we might as well be Valentine. So it's not weird. Yeah, they are cute regardless, because at least you're not alone on that day. But there is no true feeling or passion behind those. Valentine's Day for me growing up in my kid and young adult days used to eat me alive, y'all. This holiday used to have me in my feelings heavy because I felt like when you're younger and I still feel that way. But when you were younger, holidays really hit harder. Once you get older, you start to care less and less about holidays. Man, I used to try every year growing up to get a Valentine as a kid. Sometimes I would have a girl who would say yes, and other times I would get rejected, and that crap hurt. When I tell you that crap hurt, it hurt. (laughs) But even with the girls who would say yes as a kid, we would just exchange small gifts here and there and keep it moving. It wasn't anything serious, and as I got into my young adult age, I would do everything I could to make myself available so I could land a significant other before the big February 14th. And child, that crap never really worked. Mind you, I know I said I had a Valentine that I was dating before. But let me tell you this story. Do you know this person asked me to be their Valentine, planned a whole day. We went and had a great day. I mean, had a ball, kissed and everything. And then they ghosted me the next day. Like, no lie. This person did all of that. And ever since that day, I have not talked to them or seen them ever since. Talk about emotional damage. (laughs) I was like, WTF? What happened? The day was actually great. And that is exactly why I don't count them. Because how do you get me on the high just to ghost me the next day and never talk to me again? Literally defeating the whole purpose of the day. Because the following day, I was in my fields trying to figure out what the crap I did wrong. Man, I was over it. 
I was over it. <laughs> Y'all, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back. We're going to have more conversations about Valentine's Day. So don't don't go nowhere. Don't go nowhere. I'm going to give y'all the tea, all right? This is the Jamie D Show live on KSHP out of Las Vegas and live on WRMN out of Elgin in the Chicagoland area. I'll be right back. Here at WRMN Radio, we try to connect with the community and discuss important Lori Baker, president and CEO of AID. I think most people, when they see young children thinking about suicide at the ages of five and six and seven, I mean, that's shocking to me that children even know that they want to harm themselves somehow. Discussions like this take place on the first shift, weekday morning from 6 to 10, right here on WRMN AM 1410 and WRMN 1410 Radio on Facebook. Hey there, this is Matt in the morning, inviting you to live large for less by listening to the Radio Shopping Show, weekdays from the best barbecue in Las Vegas? Come out to the infamous barbecue and meat market, John Moles Meats and Roadkill Grill in Las Vegas. John Moles was featured on the Food Network's Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Now take home delicious meat selections for your grill, and while you're there, grab a bite of the best barbecue in Las Vegas. With two locations now at Tom and Gowan or on North Decatur, you're sure to find the perfect meats for your next barbecue or party. Find us online at johnmolemeats.com. At AR Heating and Air Conditioning, our main goal is to provide high-quality service without breaking the bank. Nevada and live on WRMN out of Elgin in the Chicagoland area. Y'all, I'm screaming. Why did my friend Blake say, while you're on break, I need to tell you that love isn't real. It's a story we tell kids like Santa. Please. (laughs) Blake, you have absolutely no sense. Shout out to Kennedy. Shout out to Now 14 Chick. Shout out to Blake Bonaparte. Shout out to Kara. Shout out to Robin. Shout out to Gina. Welcome in. Thank you all so much for tuning in and actually commenting live on the YouTube. And for those who are listening in our cars right now, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for not turning that radio dial. Y'all are the bomb. Now, I don't know about y'all, and I don't know how y'all feel about dating, but dating is so freaking hard and it makes no sense i swear people make dating and get getting to know each other a challenge for absolutely no reason dating and communicating should never be as hard as it is today i'm look y'all in the face and say it again dating and communicating should never be as hard as it is today takes deep breath because y'all grind my gears there are so many people who have come to me and told me they've always wanted to date me. And I will always be like, huh? How? How have you always wanted to date me but never made an effort to date me? I often get responses like, well, you were always so busy, so I didn't think you would have time. You intimidate me. I thought you already had someone. I never thought you'd want me. And more dumb BS. Those responses would always piss me clean the crap off because it was a lame cop out. Let's call a spade a spade. If you wanted to date me, you would make an effort to date me, not for wait forever to approach me. And when you did, you approached me with some lame tactic like that. And then when I respond to make you feel better about yourself, you don't even continue with your pursuit like WTF. Why test the waters to see if I will respond in a positive, validating way? And when I do, you would treat and act like the conversation never happened. I don't know if this ever ever happened to y'all before. But literally these people who are different people every every time would do that crap and then would not even respond to me after I responded to them. Then with a few days, weeks or months and come back or the conversation didn't even happen and start a whole new one 
like we're cool and chatting, just a chat, y'all. I gotta take a sip. You gotta breathe. I'm getting heated. <sighs> Child. <laughs> Seriously, people are so freaking weird. It took true personal growth through life experiences, therapy, rejection, trauma, friends, family, and education for me to truly learn how to love myself and really mean it. It took those things for me to realize that I am the prize and that I am worth it. I had to learn that what people have going on and what they do to me, even if it may hurt me, has nothing to do with me. I'm going to say it again. I had to learn that what people have going on and what they do to me, even if it may hurt me, has nothing to do with me. As well, the things that built me really showed me that I don't need one single day to feel validated and loved. While Valentine's Day is awesome, don't get me wrong, it's great to celebrate. If I don't get to celebrate it, that doesn't make me less than. It simply just means this year I don't get to celebrate it the way I want to. I am still the handsome, amazing, deserving, blessed, creative, and wonderful light that God made me to be. One day doesn't stop or dim my shine, and it shouldn't stop or dim yours either. You are still beautiful and deserving. You just have to take being lonely this Valentine's Day to the chest and love on yourself just a little bit harder today. Nothing is better than self-love, self-respect, and being able to validate yourself. Pick yourself up today if you're feeling sad and tell yourself, I am worth it. I am loved. I am blessed. I will receive the desires of my heart. And remember, as long as God wakes you up, you have another chance at finding love and one day securing a valentine. Don't let today defeat you. You better defeat today, period. If you need help surviving Valentine's Day today and truly don't know how, I got you. Sometimes you're going to have to just ignore Valentine's Day. Be kind to yourself. Be your own secret admirer. Avoid love triggers. Make other plans. Plan a date with another single person or friend. Reach out to someone to talk to them or brighten someone else's day. You don't have to sit at home in sorrow. Now, let's listen to this girl who made, it's Friday, Friday, gotta get down on Friday. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't even do it. She made that a national hit, y'all. Rebecca Black posted a video on YouTube on how to survive Valentine's Day. And I truly believe her quirkiness and her tips can really, really help you. So I want you guys to take a look at what Rebecca Black had to say and tell me if you actually enjoyed it. Take a look. Hi everyone. Hey guys, what's up? It's Rebecca. And unless you have been living under a rock for, I don't know, your um, entire life, you would know that Valentine's Day is coming up very soon, this February 14th, which happens to be a week from today on a Friday. That was a bad joke. <laughs> that was a bad joke. So being that I am single as ever could be, of course, it's not like I've ever had a um, Valentine ever. So. Gather some tips and some knowledge about how to survive being single on Valentine's Day. I'm gonna show you these things right now. Let's get started. Tip number one. I would recommend investing in some sort of animal. I have a cat. Um, she helps a lot. Just her in general, her presence feels like one of a significant other. Until she walks away from me. Tip number two. Oh no, I hurt. Oh my god. <laughs> Chocolates. Who said the 
wasn't someone that's to get chocolates for you. In my opinion, I think it's best to just buy your own. You are the only one that knows what your favorite kind of chocolate is. Not some boyfriend or girlfriend, whatever those are. No one needs them. You're better off fending for yourself. Tip number three! If you are a girl, this one specifically applies to you. Girl, get yourself a spicy hot red dress because you are gonna show every man and woman out there that you know what's better, that you can work it better than any of them can by yourself. You don't need no man, you don't need no girl. people there with your same feelings like um yeah uh, uh, I got nothing um maybe you should just stay home tip number five your computer is your best friend spend your time on Netflix do you know how much American Horror Story and or just the new black is waiting for you take advantage of it tip number six pull a Taylor Swift and write a love song or poem about your various heartbreaks. And don't be afraid to call a bitch out, girl. Tip number seven. Rant about your feelings on Twitter, okay? Once you get out those emotions and those feelings and unrequited love for your next door neighbor, you will feel so much better. And last but not least, tip number eight. Just don't wake up. Skip the day. Alright guys, thank you so much for watching this video. I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope you all have a lovely Valentine's Day next week. I don't know if you're gonna follow any of my tips or if any of my tips were really much help. So, I had to actually play Rebecca Black today because I was like, first of all, y'all know she still actually is recording artists and she's doing pretty good. <laughs> she posted that video on YouTube 10 years ago. 10 years ago, 10 years ago, I was 19. And all of her tips are still relevant today. Don't let this, this day define you. Don't go out there and feel sorry for yourself if you don't have a Valentine's. Go and be your own Valentine. Love on yourself. Be proud that you can love on yourself, okay? Because there's a lot of people out there who can't. There's a lot of people out there who don't even know how to. And you have to be happy. Tell yourself that. Manifest that. And truly live in that. <laughs> Gina Chandler says she was cute. Yeah, I was like, you know, her quirkiness is going to be good for today. Because today should be a lighthearted day, even though there was some crazy news we went over. But yeah, I, I just really want you guys to remember to love on yourself. You deserve it. You are deserving of everything you need. Kennedy says, She's not wrong about a pet. My baby Simba is my everything. Y'all, okay, so we have a family dog named Xavier. And love the dog. Love the dog. Love the dog. Dog loves me today. But I don't know what it is about today. Xavier has been extremely, extremely affectionate. And I mean, this dog has been following me around everywhere, sniffing on me, jumping on me, and he doesn't usually do that. I'm like, what is wrong with Xavier today? I think Xavier is feeling the love because this dog is low-key stalking me. It's actually right here, too. I'm telling you, today is a day to love, give love, and be loved. And, and I appreciate that. I appreciate the, the, the actual tips that she gave. Blake says, <laughs> Blake said, you were being too loud. I'm screaming. That happens all the time. And I hate when people say that, meaning that I'm being loud about 
telling on myself and telling other people's stories because it's true. He said that people reach out to you and say that they've always wanted to date you. Meanwhile, you had no idea. I mean, I got to tell it how it is. I'm a live radio personality. If my statements are too loud for you because they're true, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> All right, y'all. If you want to promote your business, products, services, music, podcasts, or more, hit us up at info at jamied.com. That's I-N-F-O at J-A-I-M-E-D-E-E.com. I love you guys so much. Please remember to love yourself today. Please don't feel sorry. And get up and go out. It's actually a nice day today. If you're in Vegas or Chicago, it's a nice day in both cities. Go out. And don't think that all restaurants are taking up. I promise you, there's a lot of restaurants that still need your patronage. Go out. Enjoy yourself. Love yourself. I love you guys so much. This has been the Jamie D Show live on KSHP out of Las Vegas and live on WRMN out of Elgin in the Chicagoland area. I'll see y'all tomorrow. Bye and happy Valentine's Day, everybody. See y'all.